NFL Week 8 Picks, Spreads, Best Bets, Rams Upset Cowboys Among Three Shocking Outright Underdog Winners. Will Brinson. What's my one condition when it comes to picking games? You have to treat every pick like a pass attempt and be completely willing to forget you threw an interception. Now, oftentimes in this business, you'll have a bad game and throw a lot of picks. Having said that, there's no chance and in his wildest dreams could my longtime friend and colleague Ryan Wilson have imagined going 0-0 for 13 against the spread last week. That's like the famous Jake Delhomme playoff game against the Cardinals where he completed 50% of his passes, 17 of 34, for one touchdown and five interceptions. Except if Delhomme had never completed a pass, didn't throw a touchdown, and had eight more interceptions. Fortunately for Wilson, he's a wildly successful NFL draft analyst and has a pretty decent NFL draft podcast on the CBS Sports Podcast, K with former Vikings general manager and semi-professional weightlifter Rick Spielman, with the first pick, you should check it out, so no one is worried about him missing every single game against the spread on a single week. And yes, all of this is just a long-winded way of distracting you from the fact, I went 1-4 to on my best bets last week, so let's just dive into this week's picks. You can check out all of my picks at Sportsline, where you'll also get picks from other experts like RJ White. Panthers, plus three, versus Texans. Sorry, but if you can't get up for a game at home when you're winless, having just changed play callers to satisfy an angry fan base and a rabbit owner while coming off a bye and facing off against the quarterback taken immediately after your signal caller that you traded up to number one to draft in an outrageously aggressive move likely initiated by said rabbit owners, well, when can you get up for a game? Point blank, the Panthers have to win this game at home against the Texans just to get David Tepper off Frank Reich's ass. It's abundantly clear Tepper is the guy who wanted to move up and take Bryce Young. Young's been much worse than CJ Stroud so far and he's one would think keenly aware of that fact. Thomas Brown's never called plays at an NFL level, which is extremely concerning against D'Amico Ryans and the sneaky Houston defense, also off a bye. Carolina just has to win this game. Rams, plus 6.5, at Cowboys. Sean McVay is a new father now and his tiny little offensive genius progeny is named after his grandfather, which is especially cool. Less cool is the Rams somehow being 3-4, which McVeigh might not even realize. Not because he's been busy as a future father, but because like the Ravens, there's no possible way he actually believes he lost to Matt Canada and the Steelers. The Rams got smothered by the Bengals' defense during a MNF loss in Week 3 and still only lost by 3 points. This team could easily be 5-2 and the talk of the town. Instead they're flying under the radar, with the trade deadline approaching, keep your eye on Brian Burns, in a very topsy-turvy NFC. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Aaron Donald went hem here and Matthew Stafford Cooper Cup managed a monster game en route to an upset road win and the Rams evening things out at 4-4 on the season. Patriots, plus 9.5, at Dolphins. There hasn't been much to write home about when it comes to the post-Tom Brady-era Patriots and this fact isn't going to blow you away or make you want to invest in Bill Belichick. But the Pats haven't lost to the Dolphins by more than 10 points since Brady left town. Again, not blown away, I get it. Also not mind-blowing, Bill is now 2-5 on the season, which is equal to his 2-5 record against the spread, which is slightly better than my 1-6 record picking the Patriots against the spread. 
which, well, also might not want to make you invest in Bill Belichick here. But knowing the Dolphins are likely missing Tyreek Hill just might change your mind. The Dolphins' offense doesn't revolve entirely around Cheetah, but he is playing some incredible football right now and he is pretty irreplaceable in terms of actually putting another human being on the field and having them do the things he does. Jalen Waddell is awesome, everyone loves his touchdown dance, but he is not Tyreek. Belichick will take Waddle away, jam the box against the run game away, and force the Dolphins to win with Braxton Berrios and Cedric Wilson and Chosen Anderson and Chase Claypool. Titans, plus 2.5, versus Falcons. People say they like to zig when everyone expects them to zag, but when is the last time you saw someone zag? Honestly, I've never seen anyone zag. Like, John Breach thinks he's zagging when he takes the Falcons to win this game, despite being winless picking the Titans this season, straight up, not even against the spread, but in reality it's a pure zig move. He's doing exactly what you expect, picking the home team with the better roster to win and cover. He's ignoring, of course, the Mike Vrabel-slash-Arthur Smith connection. Smith worked for Vrabel over a long stretch in Tennessee and both coaches know the opposing rosters quite well, not to mention the tendencies. Vrabel's squad is selling off parts, having just dealt Kevin Byard to the Eagles and looks to be settling in for a nice, long tank session. Smith's Atlanta team is 4-3 and in first place in the NFC South. Why is this spread less than three points again? Because Vrabel is going to win this game outright, that's why.